Welcome back to another episode of Two Average Husbands. I am your host, Jake. I'm your host, Kyle. Welcome back, everybody. Jake, what are you drinking this week? This week, I'm going to start off with a, uh, a heavy one. So if my yeah. words get a little funny in the last half of this podcast, just ignore. Um, this is going to be Penrose Brewing's Samoa Stout. Um, it is an imperial pastry stout brewed with toasted coconut and vanilla. Ergo, really the Samoa good. Girl Scout cookies. Yes. I love coconut. I love stouts. I'm not a big s'more guy, but it sounds really good. That has nothing to do with s'mores at I thought all. You said s'mores is a part of the flavor. Samoa. I know you said Samoa, but I it's you got said toasted coconut Grace. and vanilla. That's it. That's it. There we go. Got Grace in the thick. Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> all right. My first drink is going to be the original sin pineapple haze cider. It is a 6.0. Looking forward to it. Lucky you. Starting off nice and light. I tried to grab a, like a lighter beer. One, I didn't have any cold. Um, so I would have been like freeze, like literally throwing beer in the freezer for 30 minutes to try and get it to be cold. And I wasn't necessarily feeling a sour this week. So I told Jake, I texted him the other day and let him know that <laughs> apparently it's not to hey. Uh But I sent him a text and let him know that I was uh, getting a bunch of new drinks and I was trying to keep them summery because we're entering summer season, at least in Arizona. We are most definitely already in summer season. Uh, it's going to get crazy hot here soon, so I wanted to go light and flavorful for this yeah. next couple weeks. That was probably a good call. What's up, Dave? Thanks for tuning in. What up, Hopefully Dave? you enjoy it. Um, yeah, I wanted uh, summery beers, and I have plenty of summery beers. Like I have a lot of sours and stuff like that, but I, want, I was telling Kyle, I want to like try and get back to drinking like what I started drinking beer with, which was like lagers, like blonde ale, stuff like that. Like just more like quote unquote traditional beers. So I need to, basically what I'm saying is I need to run to the bottle shop again because why not? Kyle's already burping. He has had one drink. No, sorry. I was just clearing my throat. I also told uh, Jake that I was going to get to a bottle shop because he keeps telling me to go, but all of the ones that he keeps sending me links to are 30 to 45 minutes away from my house. Uh, and I'm unwilling to drive that distance. So as always, I went to Total Wine. No free advertising, but I do love me some Total Wine. It's worth the drive. You just do it one time. You buy a lot to. of beer. I, I will. I will. I'm going to do it. I promise. I just haven't done it yet. Anyways. wrapping that. Blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yes, I've done that. Before. I've never done it with cans. I, I don't know how that would work. I've bottles, yeah. I've definitely done it with bottles before, but I've never done it with cans. So that'll be interesting to see. Um, but Yes, that would have been that would have been the plan. Or there's also um, they have it at uh, like Benny's, which is our version of Total Wine up here in Illinois. Um, they have like a it's like a wine cooler in the store, and you just it like spins the water oh, yeah, really yeah. fast. And it's, high yeah, it spins the water so like you can shop and then your bottle's cold so that when you get home you can you have it's like chilled wine too. It only does it for yeah like, you, you can stick in there for a couple minutes so to speak and, and it's done yeah they have like a sign on it that has like the different stages but it's pretty cool though it is pretty cool all right i'm gonna hop into our topics for this week kyle this is one that you and i have done before i alluded to you that we have done this before but i want to get an update on it and okay. by getting an update on it i want us both to do it ourselves we're going to talk it out out loud it is amazing dave i want one for my house um yeah we're gonna bulky though you wouldn't yeah yeah ever seen those like swimming trunk dryer outers where you throw it in there and it spins it really fast and like whips all the water off your trunks or whatever at a a pool it's like the same size as that thing and same concept except for it's full of cold water (laughs) yeah 
but it is cool. Um, it's definitely one of those things where like, if you had it in the house, you hope you have a home bar for it, but yeah, you're going to, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. Go ahead. Back. To, no, it's all right. Back to the topic. We are going to do a candy tier list, which is something we did on a very, very early episode of the podcast. But yeah. the way that we did it before is we, we just ranked it together. Like mm-hmm. we did the tier, like we've done most of our tier lists. this time. I want each of us to do it ourselves. Um, I'm going to share mine on the screen just because I'm hosting the podcast and I don't think we can share both of ours on the screen at the same time. Um, no, I don't think so. but we're going to do it together on our own and then we're going to post it online and we're going to have the people vote on it because there were some controversials, uh, controversies started about our food choices last week. Um, our friend Tony is going to hop on the podcast at some point because he disagreed with some of our breakfast choices. That's true. Tony, you're welcome anytime. Happy to talk about it. Yes, we'll definitely have you, especially if uh, Kyle misses an episode ever. I'll bring you on just to talk about food yeah. without him because you and I have great food opinions. Um, and oh, then Kyle I, can come in and yeah, ruin Carly them. Carly hops in in the comments at all, and I hope she does at some point in time. She needs to hear what you're saying right now about your like your ability to have good taste in food, and she's going to shit all over you because Jake has the most bland palate in the planet. I will admit it's not the best, but it's not the worst. <laughs> Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen now. Anybody who is watching on YouTube, be ready for just a little bit of inception. I need to say this um, out loud while you're pulling this up. I think I need to split screen on this. That'll work better. Okay. Um, For the record, the best candy in the world is not on this list at all. And that is Pina Colada High Chews, followed closely by Pineapple High Chews. Pineapple High Chews are goaded. And that's all I have to say about that. I don't think I've had the Pina Colada ones. Pina Colada are only really available in Hawaii as far as I'm aware. I just said far as I'm aware. I think as far as I am aware. Uh, same with pineapple, honestly. You can only get like the just pineapple uh, packs in Hawaii. Uh, you can get like the mixed packs in the States. Um, if somebody has a place around them where you can get just pineapple, buy that shit up because I think you can only get it in Hawaii. But they're delicious. Anyway, Uncle Kyle says we're both bland, which is actually probably pretty true. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a point. Dave says Mars Bars 101. Uh, disagree. Uh, I don't I know. I haven't had one in a while. In like third or fourth grade where we were supposed to be like, it was like, a, I don't know, it was supposed to like inspire creativity or whatever. And they wanted you to design a candy wrapper. And I was like, okay. So I designed a Mars Bar candy wrapper uh, that was basically just a bunch of aliens and shit uh, on a wrapper. And it was really dumb, but I thought I was extremely creative. I would just like to point out Carly's comment in, in the chat. Putting cheese on a on ground beef is literally what makes it a cheeseburger. Thank you for coming what to my TED Talk. That's all I got. To is the fact that Jake hates condiments. I don't hate condiments. I just prefer to eat without them. Well, the funny thing is, is you're always like, for those that do like condiments, you just don't season your food well enough. Or like you can't eat it without condiments because you don't season your food well enough. And I think that's just a cop out for you not liking condiments. That's just me being a controversial person at times, Kyle. Whatever. Okay, let's rank some freaking candy. All right, Warheads, where are you throwing that one? Uh, it's funny because I loved Warheads when I was a kid. Like, sour candy was goaded when I was a kid, and I just don't as much. So I'm going to go B tier. That's fair. That's probably where I'm going to put it. I love to i love to have warheads but it's never so like it's always one of those things where it's like oh cool this i can have a warhead but i'm never going out of my way to get warheads like 
So that's where it ranks for me. It's Uncle really Kyle is right. I don't like to make OS. Uh, um, okay, there we go. All right. Reese's Pieces. S tier. Uh, this is this has jumped for me since the last time we did this. This is S tier. Yeah, I'm gonna say A tier. I think they Reese's pieces are delicious, but I think they kind of taste like uh, they're almost like a little waxy to me, as opposed to like an actual Reese's. I see. Uh, I see. A little bit more artificial. Not that they're all not artificial. I just don't like them quite as much. Yeah, I get what you I get what you're saying. Dave says S tier is too high. That's fine, Dave. Maybe we'll have you on to talk about candy sometime. But right now it's Kyle and I. And I gotta put Reese's piece. That's like my peanut butter candy of choice. Like I would I choose that over a Reese's cup. Most times. No, no way. Convenience wise, maybe a little bit, but no. I actually just yeah. had uh, our neighbor brought us an Easter basket, and I had some Reese's pieces. And no, I like how you slow yourself down every time Reese's pieces. Well, I used has to, to say Reese's pieces, but not really. I said like I did say Reese's though. I think a lot. Yeah, I was the same and, way. Uh, Carly hates it when I say that. So I, I feel like Carly yelled at me for saying that when we visited yeah, y'all. Yeah, hundred percent for sure. Uncle Kyle says pieces are the goat. Thank you, Uncle Kyle. Appreciate your input. Bubble tape. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Not even a question about it. I'm also it has like two seconds of deliciousness and then it's gone. Yeah. Trash. There was a there's actually a guy who was talking about um his superstition with baseball is if he's having a good game, he only chews bubble tape. And if he's having like a good at bat or he's pitching and he's having a good inning, he'll keep it in. So his goal was always to have the worst tasting gum by the end of the game. Because that meant he had a good game. Oh, okay. I respect it. Pieces belong to Reese's. I appreciate your guys' correction. We are happy to correct ourselves when needed, Carly. I love that you said that wrong, but I appreciate what you were trying to get at anyway. What did I say? You said, that, you said the pieces belong to Reese's. <laughs> it's, hey, you know what? They're Reese's pieces. The pieces are Reese's. I don't know. I'm over it. Anyways. Doesn't matter. Next up, 100 grand bar. Goat, S tier. Top of S tier. A tier, but above pieces. This that's like my god tier candy bar. Like that's the candy bar I am always going for. It's definitely one of the more underrated candy bars of all time. It's an old people candy bar. That's what I've candy. been told. It's delicious though. But I'm an old person. Yeah. Dave talks about how baseball superstitions are hilarious. He played baseball. Yeah, I played it too. Um and I could go on for days about all of the superstitions that I had cuz there were a lot of them. Bazooka bubble gum trash trash easy trash not even worse than bubble tape too like yeah that's what i did doesn't even have flavor gobstoppers the og gobstoppers are not good d tier can't argue there i'm gonna give you i'm just following along with you there sour patch kids so this is one that i think i have never been on the sour patch bandwagon and if they're around i will eat them and i think they're okay but again i think this is part of the problem too is that i didn't really have sour patch kids as a kid I had like trolley gummy worms, you know, not yeah. Sour Patch Kids. And so as an adult, when I stopped liking sour things as much as when I first had Sour Patch Kids. And I, so it doesn't drive with me as well. So I'm going to say above Warheads and B tier. That's fair. Uh, they're A tier for me. They're not They're not to the level they used to be. They used to be S tier. They used to be. Dave, uh, he remembers Big League Chew and Skull Dip. For us, we would uh, use Red Hot and then the um, like actual Chaw, like the Red Man Leafs, and then you'd you'd get because the, the cinnamon with like the raisin 
flavor that tobacco gives you is really good. Trust me. Yeah. Big League Chew is like definitely the I am cool as a young kid and I'm going to have my Big League Chew so I look like the real baseball players. Yes, because it looked like a bag of dip. It sure did. Um, hot tamales, trash. Top of trash, but they're in the trash. I think I'd put them in D, but a, and above Gobstoppers, actually, yeah. They're, I don't... I like cinnamon gum. That's the only time I want to put any cinnamon somewhat candy-related item in my mouth. I'm semi-tempted to bump, bump that up a little bit because I actually do like cinnamon candy, but I'm going to leave it there for now. Tootsie Pops. If you're talking orange and orange only, it is an A-tier candy. Nah, man. Them can go away. Red's good. Brown's good. Orange and orange only. It's C tier. I'm not going to argue for it too much, but it's up there. Yeah, you're uh, right. It's probably B tier for me. Uh, sweet tarts. These look like the original and not the chewy to me. And if they're the original, D tier. I think we can compromise and, and rate both at the same time. If they're chewy, I'll bump up to C. I would agree. Because the chewy ones were good. So much better. Orange slices. A tier. Yeah. Actually, honestly, in my age, uh, this is probably over Sour Patch Kids for me. It's one of my favorite reasons to go to Blaine's Farm and Fleet, which is where I buy my dog food. Dude, because it is. Blaine's Farm and Fleet, we get the fucking giant bag of orange. Yes, stuff. sir. It was only like a couple bucks, if I remember right. Yeah, it's like two ninety nine. Orange is Dave's favorite color flavored flavor. I know exactly what you mean by saying yeah, that. that. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're in the same boat here. I don't really like purple. Yeah, not a purple guy. No, I'm not really a blue guy either. Or yellow. I like yeah, I like most yellows, I'll admit. Uh fun dip. Fun dip's pretty trash, dude. Bottom of D tier. I would rather this than anything I have in D in trash tier, and I know I have a couple other things I'm gonna put in the trash. Dude, the only thing that fun dip is giving you is literally flavored sugar powder. Yeah, you put it's sugar stick on a stick of sugar. Yeah. No, yeah, it's definitely trash. Yeah. It's I would still, I can't let my trash tier get too big because I'll fuck up a fun dip every once in a while. Nah, I haven't had fun it's dip. Been, so it's been very, a very long time, but I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, next up, Jawbreakers. These are the giant Jawbreakers, too. Yes, sir. Um, trash. <laughs> really? Dude, there's, there's no flavor to it. It's just like a, a challenge to get through it more than anything. What's wrong with that? That's above sweet tarts for me. It taste good. Yeah, it does. No, I don't think so. I think giant jawbreakers are trash. Andy's mint chocolate. S. Uh, I have a hard time putting it in S or A just because I never re- like it's in that water like Warheads tier for me where it's something that I really really like but I'm never going out of my way to get it. I only honestly the only time I ever have it is when like you know every once in a while you'll get like takeout from a restaurant and they'll throw it in the bag. Do you know how excited I get when I go to Olive Garden and they give me Andy's mints? Oh, and yeah. Like, I, I take a handful when I'm walking yeah, out the door say, every we time. I always ask them. We're like, yeah, can we just get extra? And they'll give us a whole handful of Andy's mints. Yeah. I love Andy's mints. Dave said... I, I wouldn't go to the store and buy Andy's mints probably, but if they're given to me, I'm definitely crushing some Andy's mints. Yeah, and that's what B tier kind of is for me. It's like I'm not... It's not something I'm going out of my way for, but I get excited when I have it. Sure. Um, Dave said in the chat, by the way, that all milk chocolate is S tier. And I'm going to have a hard time disagreeing with you it's funny because we were just talking about how it's like mint milk chocolate and he followed that up immediately with mint chocolate is straight trash i I gotta admit i understand the like mint and chocolate like together i get that so like uh a a peppermint patty for example i think those are trash yes 
Peppermint is bad, yeah, but I think Andy's is like a spearmint. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you there. Top of trash, though. Rather have that than a hot tamale. Um, next up is Lifesavers. This is the original Lifesavers as well. D tier at best. Probably better than a Gobstopper. Uncle Kyle says Olive Garden is Italian McDonald's. You're not wrong. Dude, and Dave so says right. he's a hypocrite. Dude, I, I love... Olive Garden, and it is like one of my vices that I love it because I know that it's just like fast food Italian, but their salad dressing is delicious, and they make a pretty decent chicken alfredo. My only argument would be, have you ever had Fazoli's? Because Fazoli's is I, Italian McDonald's. I had Fazoli's once, and I didn't like it at all. Yeah, it's not good, but that's kind of the point I think for a lot of people. Ring pops, Jake. Where oh, did we? A ring pop. Did we already do lifesavers? I did. I oh, just kept talking. That's fair. I'm going to put Lifesavers uh, top of C tier. Ring Pops. When I was a kid, I loved them. I haven't had one in probably 10 years. I think Ring Pops are probably trash. <laughs> I'll put them top of D tier because I think I'd still rather have that than a Gobstopper. I'd put them at the bottom of D tier. Maybe Gobstoppers after them. Yeah, something like that. Three Musketeers. Don't love it. Probably still a bottom of C tier type of candy, though. It's a B tier for me. Gotta like I enjoy it when I have it, but I'm not going out of my way for it. That's really, really where I'm at. Twizzlers. This is OG Twizzlers, not pull and peels. I think we can sub in sub in or include pull and peels in our evaluation if because pull and peels. It's going straight to the A tier, right below hundred grand. It's probably top of B tier for me if it's pull and peels. We need to Don't, make sure people know that when we post this online, because if they look at my list online and they see yes. regular Twizzler picture in the A tier, they're going to think that I'm some freaking old man. We, like you are. Wax. We are old men, Kyle. That's true. Anyways, uh, Jolly Ranchers. I can't hate too much. I like a good Jolly Rancher every once in a while. I'll put them in C tier. It's the bottom of C tier for me. It's the epitome of like... Old school hard candy. <laughs> Not even that. It's like when I go to the doctor's office, they have Jolly Ranchers. When I go to any office and I have to wait in the waiting room for like prior to a meeting or anything like that, there's always Jolly Ranchers. And I'm not going to not take a nice cherry or blue raspberry Jolly Rancher. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of garbage candy in this list now that I'm starting to look a little bit farther. Yeah, that's why I was trying to be a little bit careful with my trash tier. There's going to be a lot in my trash can. For example, uh, Swedish Fish. Oh, man. Trash. I knew you were going to do it. It tastes like wax without additional flavor. That's your opinion. It's top of B tier for me. Swedish fish hit. They're gross. Dave says Olive Garden salad dressing is S tier. I don't use salad dressing, but my wife loves it. Jake hates condiments. It's a fact. I just don't like salad. I don't like vegetables. That's a different. Vegetables don't exist. That's a different topic for a different day. Write that down, internet. I don't know if Dave wants us to say that next comment out loud, but I appreciate the fact that he added it in there. (laughs) I won't say it out loud, but Dave, I've been there. Um, Next up, we got Tootsie Rolls. Trash. I like me a Tootsie Roll, Kyle. I can't lie. Tootsie Rolls are gross. I like me a... Bro, fruit rolls, too? The fruit-flavored ones? What these need to be is fruities, yeah. Yeah, those hit. Fruities are delicious. The vanilla one, too. Oh, you take a vanilla one and you mix it. You take a vanilla one and then a regular Tootsie Roll and you eat it at the same time. Fruities are very much like a Haichu, which is probably why I like Haichu. Yeah, they're a worse Haichu. Haichus are definitely better. 100%. Mounds. Love Mounds S tier. Not S tier, but A tier. I love coconut. I I do love coconut, too. Uh, Can't edible 
jewelry, candy necklaces, candy bla- bracelets, trash. Still above hot tamales though. Razzles. Are they the ones that like fizz in your mouth? No, razzles are the ones that like you. They're candy and gum. They turn into just chewy bullshit. I know that I've had them then, so I'm they're just gonna throw them in the trash can. Disgusting. They might be just. I'd rather have a hot tamale than a razzle. It's so gross. Crunch. Crunch is okay. Crunch is uh, S tier for me. C- somewhere in the C tier still for me. I don't love just. It's basically like a Hershey's bar with some like added crunch to it, right? Yeah, it's pretty just, much. Just pretty, you know, general chocolate, and I don't love chocolate for chocolate's sake. I just have to have some flavors. So no, I'm good. See Crunch you. is my go-to like ice cream additive. Like when I get like a like a go to Dairy Queen, go to Culver's, and get like a you know concrete mixer. Crunch is my go-to. I like the texture it okay. adds. All right. okay. uh, All right. Candy cigarettes. So on the cool scale, when you're a kid, S S. Actual Taste candy. And as an adult, total trash. Trash. Rather have hot tamales. Kit Kats. S tier. Yes. Bottom of S. Uh, no. Kit Kats are. I'm going to leave Kit Kats where I have them. Uh, Smarties. Trash. Agreed. That's what I'm saying. And that's why we had to be careful with the, the trash tier. Dots. Huge. Uh, I love dots. S tier. Stale dots are even better. But yes, dots are I an S tier candy. I agree with that, uh, interestingly enough. Uh, kind of like stale peeps, which is next on the list. Uh, but I will say that uh, dots is I, I'm being a hypocrite there because I talk about uh, you know wax with a lot of shit, uh, and dots are very much a waxy thing. But I think but they're flavorful was, wax. That was my favorite movie theater candy. Yeah, I would get dots or I would get bunch of crunch. Uh, and then peeps, even if they are stale, which makes them better, still gross. Uh, bottom of D tier. Peeps are straight in the middle of trash tier for me. Yeah, I, like you said, I'm trying not to too bulk up my trash tier, so I'll throw them in D. I think I've got most of my trash tier out of the way. Maybe one or two more. Um, cookie dough bites. Cookie dough bites are A tier for sure. I don't know where. I'll, I'll drop them somewhere in the middle of A tier. Yeah, they might be top of B tier. Yeah, I'm going to put them just behind Swedish Fish, actually. Dave asked D- if we have a marble slab in the States, and I, I feel like I it's familiar to me. It's probably just like, you know, your scrapey ice cream. Place. I was going to say, like stone. I, I would assume it. more like Cold Stone. Dave, if you have experience with American ice cream, like Cold Stone, or if it's like the, I don't know, like uh, you go and they do like the rolled ice cream. If it's something like that, let us know. But I'm sure it's delicious, even though I'm not a huge ice cream guy. Um, I love ice cream big cold stone guy myself dave says we move efficiently even in the midst of his distractions we've done this once or twice uh he said yeah it's, it's a basically cold stone um okay. yeah i love cold stone starburst i've never had that though top of a tier uh, starburst is a b tier candy for me but definitely the top uh reese's cups peanut butter cups are in the s tier for me they are in the a tier for me ahead of mounds Fruit Gushers doesn't even seem like a candy. Yeah, it really shouldn't be in my opinion. But fruit, this is... You know, like Fruit Snacks doesn't really strike me as a candy. I don't know why. Yeah. But I love Fruit Gushers. Fruit Gushers is somewhere in the middle-ish of A tier for me right now. It's ahead of Swedish Fish for me. Top of B tier. Lemon Heads. Problem, actually. I like Lemon Heads every once in a while. Definitely not the greatest candy in the world. Probably somewhere in the top part of C tier to me. Maybe bottom of B. I'm going to put them, eh, no, I'm going to put them ahead of Twizzlers. My dad loves lemon heads and, like, buys them in bulk. So we always have them when I go to my parents' house. I have, like, five glasses of whiskey, and then I start popping lemon heads like they're. Lemon heads are another one of those really old people candy, but I like, I like Yeah, them. that's why my dad likes them. Um, Airheads. 
I don't know what it is in my life that makes me love Airheads so much. Bro. S-tier. This I is this is my flavored Airheads. wax. Like this is what I don't get it. I don't understand why I like them so much. I love it. I hate Airheads. Top of D tier. Still rather have them than a ring pop. I love it. I'm actually making some adjustments on the fly. They're going bottom of C, and I'm moving Sweet Tarts down. No, I'm not. So much. Moving Jolly Ranchers down. The next Uh, candy on the list, which is the... What do they actually call it? Dum-dums. Dum-dums, yeah. Yeah, dum-dums are perhaps the most abused candy when it comes to bachelorette parties, and that makes me hate them even more. They're abused Uh, everywhere. I Dude, I'd never see them as an adult outside of a, a bachelorette party, and even then, I haven't seen them since college. But I don't like Dum Dums. I think they're pretty garbage. Dave's sharing a bunch of rap lyrics. Lil Wayne once said, explode in a bitch's mouth like a gusher. And Cameron said, yellow diamonds in my teeth, call it lemon head. Bars. I'm glad we are starting to pull out the candy references into the rap lyrics. Thank you. I, I love it. Um, yeah, I had one of these at Chase Bank the other day. Shout out Chase. <laughs> that sounds like a bank candy. It is a bank. bank have, like, like popcorn and like shitty candy. Yeah. And water bottles that are this big. Yeah, I haven't been in a bank literally in two years, maybe. Yeah, I had to get a couple documents signed, so had to, unfortunately. Hershey's uh, Kiss, trash. Trash. Never going to eat them. This is Sour Patch Watermelon that's next, and I think these are so much better than the original Sour Patch. They are. They're still behind Orange Slices for me, but they are right in front of regular Sour Patch Kids. They made some peach ones that I'm on a diet, so I won't eat them right now. But I, I, I try to get Kyle to go out of he his did. way. He told me to get them, and I will. I, I will try them for you so you can live vicariously through me. I just have not done it yet. I appreciate you. Snickers. Snickers is an OG of candy, and I can't make it S tier, but I can make it the bottom of A tier. I was going to say A tier feels like S tier feels too high. A tier feels too low. I need an in between. I do agree. Snickers is kind of like a tier of its own candy for me dave i don't know how you could possibly say that a hershey's kiss is an s tier candy amongst all these he did say say just milk chocolate that's true and hershey's hershey's kisses are only trash not because of the chocolate because of the delivery system do you know what i like better than a hershey's kiss a hershey's um uh, the peppermint kiss during the holiday season which dave is gonna probably throw up at because he said he doesn't like peppermint candy i i don't like candy canes but i like the candy cane Hershey's Kisses. Yeah, agreed. Twix is an S tier candy. Yes, 100%. Uh, yeah. I'm going to put it ahead of Dots, but I'm not sure. <laughs> you said, oh, fuck, not mint again. Yeah, I saw that coming. The mint's uh, always there. Nerds, trash. Trash. But I just had Milk Duds today. Put them in D tier, actually. Nerds. I just had Milk Duds today. Milk Duds are, uh, milk duds are good. Milk type of candy. Milk duds are pretty good. I can't I'm trying lie. not to overload my S tier, actually, and like my top tiers. I'm okay with overloading my trash. I just want to be, you know. Atomic fireballs. Uh, trash. Uh, yeah, again, this is one that I do actually kind of like cinnamon candy, but I don't like fireballs. Trash. Dave says I'm rattled. Shooketh, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Milky Way is maybe in the C tier. M- Probably D, probably D. Regular Milky Ways are probably bottom of D tier for, or bottom of B tier for me. The dark chocolate Milky Ways might be S tier. Is that like the midnight one or whatever yep. they call it? Yeah. Yep. I, haven't, I don't know if I've ever had one. I'm going to go, mm, 
Now that I'm actually looking at this, though, I'd probably put that ahead of Twizzlers, even even the pull appeals. Dave respects wanting to limit the S tier. We got to do it. We can't put too many we candies to too high. Blow pops, trash. Blow pops are trash. Not even a good sucker, let alone the gum is garbage. Rubbers, you know, and then you get shitty gum at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Since they gave me lifesavers essentially twice, because I don't think there's actually a difference. It's just a different package here, because they're both the five flavor version of hard candy. I'm literally, yeah, I'm just putting them next to each other. So yeah, same. Uh, Pez trash. trash. Ahead of. Hot rocks are fun. Yeah, I think that's. I out of respect, I'm gonna give them bottom of C tier, but that's all they are to me. The little squirt, the like hard frosting. Candy buttons trash they are trash rather have smarties than them i used to love them when i was a kid though og mike and ike's a tier pretty solid i don't know if i can go much higher than like bottom b honestly really yeah I'm regular mike and ike in a starburst i wouldn't um regular m&ms s tier m&ms are s tier for me so, so you, you're kind of on the same page with Dave then in the chat because this is basically just milk chocolate with a, a shell on it, right? And that is yeah. not my favorite. I'd rather have a Skittle than an M&M, for example. I, I, under- I understand that. Top of C. To me, M&Ms are the, the, the topping. Like, they're the go-to topping candy for me. If, it's, okay. if, you, got, if you give me a cookie with M&Ms in it, I'm down. If you, cookie, give me, yeah. if you give me ice cream with M&Ms in it, I'm down. Like... And I th- so I think that versatility is what brings it up to S tier for me. Okay. Jelly beans. Oh. Jelly this... beans are tough because what I think they're depicting here is like the very wild flavored jelly beans that include like the ridiculous ones, um, which is why I'm like tempted to put them somewhere not terribly shitty. I think I'm gonna put them at the bottom of C. This is my hot take. Jelly jelly beans are the worst candy on the face of the earth. I disagree. I hate them I with a fiery passion. Dave, that's where we draw the line. You cannot put Smarties in front of M&M's. If you're telling me that milk chocolate is an S-tier candy, I'm not going to allow you to do that. Smarties greater than M&M's by a million miles. <laughs> Harry no. Potter jelly beans. I don't fuck with jelly beans, but I do fuck with the Bean Boozled game. That's what I'm saying. That's what, These ones, this picture looks like it's the you know the, random flavor one to me. It's not the Bean Boozled ones, though. The Bean Boozled ones are like vomit flavored. Yeah, that's good. Earwax and grass and shit. It looks kind of like that. Anyway, Whoppers. Whoppers. I used to really, really, really like Whoppers. Now I think they're pretty boring. They're in D tier for me, just because I'd rather have them than like Gobstoppers or Fun Dip. But yeah, wax bottles, disgusting. Did you, have you seen the TikTok about it? I don't have TikTok. I'm That's not one with the youth. So you know how you like bite the top off and then you like suck the juice out of it, right? Yeah. Apparently, you're supposed to treat it like a shotgun. You, like, take your fingernail and poke a hole in the back of it to get all of the juice out of it. Hmm. It's still, like, top of D tier. No. But it's trash. Skittles. I have Skittles above M&M's, as I just said. So I would put them probably just above Pop Rocks. Skittles are just behind Reese's Pieces for me. Actually, no, they're above Reese's Pieces. The more I I think think about it. Pop Rocks. I think I put them too. Um, Heath Bar. It's an old person candy. Heath Bar is an old person candy, but this is uh, an interesting one because Heath is actually like really, really popular when it comes to like an ice cream topping. Great ice cream. I was about to say great ice cream topping. Top of C tier is what it is earned for that reason and that reason only. 
close to the top of C for me. Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy, as opposed to Airheads, I think is trash. Laffy Taffy is so much better than Airheads. I just disagree. Bottom of B tier. Banana Laffy Taffy is the goat. Didn't we just do Skittles? Am I crazy? Uh, these are the original Skittles. What was the I, other one? I think these are like the new original Skittles where the green is green apple. Dude, they're fucking Skittles, man. I'm putting them side by side. The lime is better. The lime one, I'm putting in front. Whatever. Gummy bears. I love gummy bears. Haribos specifically. Gummy bears are an A-tier candy for me. Uh, yeah, somewhere in here. Dave brings up sour Skittles. Sour Skittles are the goat. Tropical Skittles are the goat. Sour Skittles are better than the original, that's for sure. Um, gummy bears for me are pretty close to trash. Probably put them just in front of. Oh, I love gummy bears. That makes. I'm sense. not a. I'm just not a fan of them. Love gummy bears. Effie Taffy is Baby the name Ruth of a rap song. Maybe Ruth goes with the rest of the old people candies, like your Milky Way's Three Musketeers. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna drop it in with them. I don't really care what the order is of those three. Uh, I'm gonna put them above. Uh, no, I actually really don't like Baby Ruth like that. Top of C tier. Candy corn. Candy corn is bad. But Ooh. I'll still eat it during the season, so I'm going to give it a D tier ranking. Yeah, that's probably probably fair. Top of D tier for me. I enjoy like five or six pieces of it, and then I get really over it. Yeah. Uncle Kyle says we need to do the Bean Boozled Challenge on here. I don't know what a Bean Boozled Challenge is. So it's the, the whole box? No, so it's like you get the spinner you uh it's like an actual thing that you buy you spin it and then it'll tell you to grab that color of candy and that color of the jelly bean can be either green apple or snot yeah i'm down for that we'll order them fuck yeah um almond joy almond joy is goaded right next to mounds uh it's right next to mounds for me i prefer mounds actually i'm a dark chocolate guy i'm a dark chocolate guy almond uh these are called like spice drops uh yeah i think like that's the, the official name well, of this them looks like a, it could either be just a regular ass holiday gumdrop or it could be the spice one which i do not like at all uh i think the spice ones are gross i'm just gonna assume it's spice since you said that and i'm gonna throw it in the trash yeah i'm gonna put it just behind candy corn pixie sticks trash, trash. ahead of candy cigarettes still but barely and then last up, the good old Hershey's bar. I would put this in trash if I could, but I won't because it's good for s'mores and a couple other things. So I'll put it at the, oh God, bottom of D or bottom of C, I mean. Yeah, something like that. I am putting it at the end of A tier because of its versatility as a candy bar. But that is our candy tier list. We will post both of these on Twitter. Make sure you vote on that poll and tell us who has better or worse taste than candy. Also tell us what you don't like because we need to know who's better, me or Kyle. We do need to know. It's just a matter of we have to know. We just have to know for ourselves. It literally doesn't like this. There's no running ranking of who wins the votes. There's no running ranking of anything. There may have to be after this because I said it, but we just want to know. Which of us has better taste in candy? Twizzler, Pull and Peels, not Twizzlers. Dave Just says he's... Yes. Dave says he's impressed by our level of analysis, proficiency, thinking, delivery, entertainment, and etc. Basically, what we do is overthink everything, Dave, and then we deliver it to you live on a podcast. Yep, it's pretty great. That's why we drink while we do it, too, because sometimes funny shit comes out. I am going to send this to you on Twitter, and I will allow you to post it 
on the, or we could do it on the two advertisements account. I don't care. I sent you my screenshot of my list. Perfect. I'm going to send my screenshot in there too, just so I don't lose it. All right. Well, that was my topic. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out for all of that. Took a little bit longer than I wanted topic. it to. So sure did. You took 36 minutes of our 60 minute podcast, which means I don't even know if we're going to have time for two, but I'm going to go with my most in-depth topic. We'll just uh, see so what happens. We, so we'll go from that. But I finished my first beer, and because of that, it's time for me to rank. And let me tell you, this cider that is supposed to be pineapple flavored is not pineapple flavored in any way, shape, or form. It tastes kind of like a more sour cider, and it is a whopping 5.1 at and best. And was that the... Original Sin. Original Sin. 5 point... What did you say? 5.1. 5.1. That's disappointing. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, Penrose Samoa Stout. You get a little coconut. That's the only disappointing thing is I don't think you get enough coconut. 7-1, still a very, very good stout, but not what I was hoping. All right, on to the next one. For me, it is Austin East Cider's Pineapple Cider. So I'm going to be trying two different pineapple ciders tonight side by side, and I'll be able to tell you which one was better because that first one wasn't great. I'm hoping that this one's a little bit better. And for me, uh, Dave says blame him, by the way, for taking up uh, a lot of our time. We aren't going to do that, Dave. listening right now, Dave, it's your fault. Oh, well, I'm not going to blame you, Dave. Um, my next up is by Pipeworks Brewing, and it is the Chocolate Churro, which is an ale with cacao, cinnamon, vanilla, and lactose. This one's also 7%. So Jake is just having a good night over here. Cacao, he says. Jake, talk for a second because I have to send a text. Okay. Um, oh, this is not what I was expecting at all. Uh, I was expecting it to be a, like a stout. I should have paid attention to the word ale, um, but it's definitely blowing my mind a little bit that I'm pouring a yellow beer with uh, churro as the uh, descriptor of the beer. So that's throwing me off a bit. Uh, shout out Brewmate. Uh, I decided to be smart and use my Brewmate to no at least- No free advertising. Keep... No free shout outs. We do like, we do like, brewmate. We do like brewmate in, these, in this podcast. I decided to use this to keep this can cool while- yeah, That's what I did last week. Carly did it for me. She hooked me up. She came up behind me said, here's a second brewmate, because I already had one. And I was like, oh, that's great. Why do I want this? And she's like, to keep your second can cool. I was like, oh my God. That's I know. I was like, it was like five minutes before the podcast. And normally what happens is I pull both of these out of the fridge. One sits on my desk and get nice and warm for an hour. Um, this time, brewmate kept it nice and chilled for me. Shout out, brewmate. No free shout outs. $10,000 plug right there. The number of shout outs that we've given to companies and then followed it up with no free shout outs when we're not getting paid is just, I don't know. It's just hilarious at this point. We're not getting paid at all anyway. That's true. We, do not we, pay, we pay a lot of money to do this podcast, actually. To be completely honest, we do this just for ourselves. Yeah. And then other people probably are entertained. That's why you keep showing up, which is why we have broadcast this, broadcast this live uh, once a week. And it's also available on multiple other platforms that we'll cover at the end of the podcast, but you can find it in our link tree. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we just have fun, and we're here for the fun. So uh, glad other people are with us to join us on this journey. Jake, I'm going to go to my first topic so that we can keep things moving because we're running out of time. Yes, sir. This is a good one, in my opinion. We're going to start from childhood, okay? And then we're going to progress to present day. And I want you to talk about, in different phases of your life, who are the most influential people in your life? Ooh. Obviously, why? You have to throw the why. So you want me to start from when I was... It doesn't, you don't have to start from a baby, but like, who's the earliest remember, like, memorable, like, really influential person in your life? Um, for me, that person would be probably my great-grandma. Um, I, she was the one who would always pick me up from preschool when I was younger and 
you know, she would take me back to her house before my parents would get off of work or before, um, my grandparents got off of work, like whoever was the next person to get me. Basically we all lived in the same town. So it was in Plano, Illinois, you know, they lived on one street. My great grandma lived on another street. My parents lived on another street. Um, so, you know, I would go back to her house and she would cook for me. She would make, you know, make my dinner for the night. She'd always have treats for me. I was a huge prune guy when I was a kid. She, she fed me a lot of prunes, which my parents were not happy about. Um, when you say you're a treat guy, it makes you sound kind of like a dog, which makes me really fucking laugh. But also, I'm glad that you like prunes of all treats. Huge prune guy. Um, I was like prunes, rhubarb pie, like ultimate old people snacks. Like, Did you ever uh, grab like rhubarb out of the ground and just like chew on it? Yeah. Oh, we loved doing that as a kid. Our yep. neighbors had it. You used to get so mad at us for doing it, but we loved it. Yeah, well. I did it. I don't care. Um, if you, if whoever uh, rhubarb I was eating, if you were upset with me, ah, well, uh, but yeah, she's, she's really the first one that I can remember just cause she was like, she was who I like remember spending the most time with when I was that young. And like, I think I'm, I'm weird in how much I remember from a really, really young age, but like, she's one of the people that immediately stands out, like followed up very, very closely by my grandparents because they also played a very, very large part in, in raising me. Um, you know, uncle Kyle on the podcast, his parents, um, you know, we would always be at their house. Um, and over the summers, like when my parents were working still, like we'd spend summers there, you know, just that, that whole side of the family was, was really, really super influential just because I grew like they, they raised me for the first nice. X amount of years of my life when my, while my parents worked. Nice. Um, I will, quickly catch people up on Dave in the chat and then I'll go into mine. So Dave said his mom is easily uh, the, the one throughout the, the majority of his life. And then he also mentioned uh, hockey coaches. And then he went in to say eight, uh, his grade eight teacher, uh, which is weird for us people in the States, we would say eighth grade, uh, but his grade eight teacher, Mr. Sebastian. And because you're, I'm assuming from Canada by your name, I would say that has to be Linus Sebastian was your grade eight teacher. And I'm going to say, yeah, that hands down has to be the best grade eight teacher. Yeah, I'm just going to assume that. Dave may not have any clue who we're talking about either. Um, but if he does, he that was... Him, he has to, right? I don't know. Is that how that works? Am I supposed to know every American YouTuber? That's correct. Yes, you absolutely should. Uh, well, I'm screwed. Um, but yeah, that's those are the first ones that really stand out to me. Um, and then after that, my dad's side of the family too. Same kind of thing. They were farther away. But like my grandma's the reason that I like the, a lot of the snacks that I like and a lot of the food that I like, like she was the reason, you know, she would come watch us or we'd go out there and spend and spend time out there. Um, so I, I mean, obviously family is like the cop out answer, right? Like everybody's going to say their family was pretty influential on them when they were young, but they were really like, they were it. Like, I don't remember like baseball coaches really standing out to me that much. Like I never had like any life changing baseball coaches. Yeah. Um, sorry about the dogs. Welcome to this podcast. You get dogs barking in the background. I've got five dogs in my house right now. Just going to have to deal with it. Um, I have four cats right now. They don't bark. So you're welcome. I heard your meowing earlier. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I never had like coaches or anything who really stood out. The first one who really did, um, was in a negative way. So I won't even bring them up. Um, uh, like I had I shitty coaches because of my experience with coaches. I know so many people who are that way and it's, yeah. it's, it makes me sad just cause sports were so fun. And the craziest thing too, is that it was in pop Warner football. Yeah. That's it was that early in my life that I had a, such a shit coach that I just never really did sports again in my life. Bro. I, I know, I know guys who were, I think legitimate division one prof 
possibly professional talents at baseball who quit playing because of my high school's freshman baseball coach. Wow. He was cool. just, he was an old Vietnam war vet, like just the ultimate hard ass for no reason. <laughs> like we was he sucked. Actually a, a non-vet or was he just, yeah, like, no, he was, okay, he, he was, there's actually a story where somebody on our team asked him how many people he killed in Nam. And we ran for the rest of that practice um, because of that guy. Oh, man. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I know a lot of people who killed there. But, I mean, I don't – I think I'm weird in that I don't have a lot of people who I think, like, really influence me outside of my family. Like, maybe <laughs> – I'm sorry. I'm laughing at this comment. I think it's pretty funny. I, I am, too. Uh, my hockey coach. Uh, I don't even know how to pronounce that last name. Mark. I'm going to go Coat. Coat? Okay. And he said he was 11 or 12 when he asked for a Big Mac sauce on a chicken and he lost his mind. What a what an influential moment in your life that you learned to put a different sauce for on real. a sandwich. That's great. Um, I'm trying to think. Like, So this is going to be like a super... We can go back and forth, by the way. I can do my first and then we can you know can kind of progress through life. All right. Let me, let me real quick while I'm on this Here. thought. Um, Cote. Because I'm not a religious guy by any means. I'm very, very much not religious, in fact. Um, but I used to go to church quite frequently just because of the friend group that I was in was very involved in the church. Um, and the youth group leader, um, his name was Victor. He has since, like, he's not really involved in the church anymore, but he's started this, like, experiential master's program is essentially the best way to describe it, where it's not really, like, academic focus. It's about, like, developing skills and being out in the world and like all of the things, like how much that experience can shape you more than just a classroom learning experience can be. But he used a lot of those same thoughts and tactics on us when we were in youth group and got us to think outside of just like the word of scripture and why those messages, even if we weren't necessarily the most religious people in the world, why those messages mattered at at points. And I think like he really changed the way that I thought about like just being a person and so I think like that's got to be up there for me. Yeah, I'm not religious either. And I've always said that there are, uh, I think that I don't, I don't try to talk negatively um, in a general sense about religion because I do understand that there are, you know, some decent things that can come out of it, but I am not a religious person either. I uh, don't need to dwell there though. So I'll go to my very first, which is 110% my grandmother. Um, I started off, uh, you know, I would say for the first probably 10 years of my life or so, my mom and dad both worked full time. And so they would take me to my grandparents' house and I spent, you know, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time being raised by my grandmother, who is the greatest person ever. Uh, and she is, I, she would literally fight to the fucking, down to the bone to fucking tear people up to, you know, support me. Uh, I remember <clears throat> I needed a favor from her. Uh, after I had moved out of state, I asked her if she could do something for me. She drove in the snow, which I wish she wouldn't have done because it's not safe for an old, old person to drive in the snow. But she drove to the snow to this uh, this place to get something done for me. And they tried to, you know, like give her some crap about it and say like, oh, you know, we can't help you without him being here. And my grandma was like, you're going to help me because I need to get this. Like, I love my grandma. She's the greatest. Uh, so I, hands down, the most influential person I, I would say in my young, young adult life. And, and like you said, I think I don't I don't even say I would never say that family is a cop out. Because I think family, in either a good way or a bad way, is probably the most influential for most people, at least, you know, in the early stages of their life. But that's why I feel like it's almost a cop-out, is just because it's like... It, I don't it's, think so at all. I get what you're saying, but I'm, I don't agree. Maybe cop-out's not, not the right term. Maybe like, It's just the easy answer, right? Because 
you're you don't choose your family like you can sometimes choose the other people who you're around sure. but you can't choose like your actual family members so inherent and you spend the most time with them so inherently they're going to be super super influential um i think like as i'm thinking about like getting older bow wow bow wow um woof 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 bark we'll get the google translate translate up so we can <laughs> understand what uh jake's dogs are saying for us hey man um it's probably hey play with me um i think the next person who like really really stands out for me um and it may be the last person who like really stands out well, for me is this are you talking early adult life still or are you talking like grade school i'm give up us, to early adult context i'm yeah. up to early adult life um and it was my my supervisor two jobs previously um and she's the one who really her name's ashley and she's the one who really taught me how to be a leader and not just a manager up until that point i had had a lot of managers yeah. but she really got she really like reminded me that we are all people like and she did a very good job of verbalizing that to us and also like actually acting that out because there were times where i'd be like hey this x thing came up it may not seem super serious to you but it's super serious to me and she was like, you've got your job done. Have you read your files today? Cool, go, get, do whatever you, like live your life, be a human being. And and to me that like has really stuck with me and now in, in, in a supervisory role uh, or any supervisory role I have in the future, like I know to embody that because I know how much I appreciated that. And I never thought of leadership like that until I experienced it. Even like in my, ma in my master's degree where we learned about leadership, like on paper, that sounds great, but you don't always know how to act act it out until you see it and i think that really changed the way that i just in general interact with people yeah and i i would say this without going into too much depth on this because this could honestly be a whole topic in its own but i think um i think people have a tendency to focus focus a lot on bad leaders that they've had and they don't necessarily look as much as the at the good leaders and i don't think that's a bad thing um i think you know you learn a lot from people that are bad leaders within your life and hopefully you don't repeat the same mistakes right i think that is a great thing to do uh, but I, I do think people have a tendency to overlook good leaders, which is kind of why I wanted to do this uh, this topic as well. So you can kind of focus on the good rather than because I could talk all day about terrible, terrible people that I've worked yep. with or known or whatever that have taught me things that I will never do in my life. That's that's not the point of this one. Right. So but but I think that is a that's a definite thing. So. All right, I will uh, pr progress. So uh, for me, I haven't made it past grade school yet, so I'll go to grade school next. And uh, I would say that I had a couple of teachers that were significantly influential in my life, and one of them was. Uh, Mrs. Lochran and one of them is Mrs. Flaherty. And so Mrs. Lochran was early third grade ish, uh, which I was in her class during 9 11. Um, so I remember her very specifically because of those events, but also because uh, if anybody ever wants to look it up, uh, the story of the five Sullivan brothers, she was a descendant of them. So I learned a lot about um, the history of that during that time too. And I remember just uh, being really impressed by her ability to relate that to a, a like a now I look back, right? And like, and I'm impressed by her ability to. Uh, you know, show how important those types of events in history were for kids that were in third grade. Uh, and so I think she was, and I, I would see her later and later in life, like all the time. And, uh, and she was always super friendly and I, I think she was great. And so I think her as a teacher was very influential to me and I think she really cared about students. And then Mrs. Flaherty, same thing. And I would say this, this is high school now. I was a, a fuck around in high school, a class clown, whatever you want to call it. I same. fucked off a lot. I did well in high school. But I fucked off a lot in class. Better than I could and say. I think she's one of the people that noticed that I had potential, and even though I was a class clown, and she gave me a lot of opportunity, uh, despite my kind of shenanigans. And I respect her a lot for that. And I look back, and I think she had a lot of great influence on my life. And I, I would, 
I, I think I even reached out to her in college and maybe even when I was applying for jobs after college and asked her to write like recommendation letters for me. And she absolutely did every single time. Like she, she hasn't seen me in 10 years and she would still, you know, fight for right. me to this day to, to do anything for me. And she, yeah, absolutely fantastic teacher. Um, so those are the two teachers that really pop out to mind for me in, in that time frame of life. The next ones are, are farther ahead for me in life. So I'll let you go if you have another one. I wish I could say, I, I think like the, the only other person that I can really think of that's been super influential in my life is my wife is, is Jess. Yeah. That's probably next on my list as well. Like I would not, not wife, but my wife. Is. Yeah. I figured <laughs> I was getting, getting a little curious there for a second. No. Um, but like, I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for her. I wouldn't have taken the career paths that I've taken. If it weren't for her, I wouldn't have the life that I live if it weren't for her. And I think like, even if she hasn't influenced me in a perspective, like she hasn't, you know, opened my eyes to, to, to this new perspective. Like she has in, in some ways, but it's just like the impact that somebody has on your life can be as influential. And I, say it and it's it's one of those things that you hear and like you hear people say it and you're like but really like if my wife were to no longer be on this earth like i would be single like nobody will make me feel the way that my life my wife feels and i and like yeah i you're laughing at it but that's I know the like, point that you're trying to make but that was so blatantly obvious in the way that you can like the context that you gave there you're like if my wife wasn't here i would be single yeah you're like no shit dude like but no <laughs> what i'm with in a relationship but <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't I know, pursue another I, I wouldn't pursue another relationship. Like it you mean it wouldn't like right now if your wife died, you would not pursue another relationship for the rest of your life? Nope. Okay. I, that could be like, another topic. We can talk about that sometime. Yeah, later. like I just I just I don't see myself ever being as happy as I am right now with somebody else. I think those are two different conversations though, but I don't want to dive, deep dive. I think this is a good topic. We'll keep that one for later. But I was a very 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 depressive person until I met my wife. Okay. Yeah. And I, I still have those states to this day where I, I do go through states of depression, but they're, ne they, the lows are never as low as they were before. We need to have a, this is the two average husbands podcast. We need to have just like a talk about the wives episode sometime. And I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll bring this back up and we'll, we'll talk about this some more. Um, Dave, we have to, and uh, uncle Kyle have both chimed in, in the chat too. Dave, thank you for the compliments. Bring your friends, come talk, talk to us more often, come in the comments. We, we appreciate you having here. I want to, I want to point just real quickly point out too. We are not always this insightful. Sometimes we are a bunch of idiots, but this yeah, is a good app. You picked a good one to tune into. Yeah. Uncle Kyle oh. says he'd like to learn more from people. He doesn't want to be like, that's true. I mean, there are a lot of people that I've met so, in my life and I'm like, I'll do whatever I can to not be you. Okay. So, but I, I think, and we can talk about this in depth on a podcast sometime too, but I think that that's a problem, right? Is and I have realized that recently, that's a recent revelation in my life is that I have focused a lot on people that have had a negative influence on me and not people that have had a positive. And I, I, and I, I think that causes you not to acknowledge and appreciate those people as much when you don't sit there and think about how, how good of things that some other people have done for you. Uh, and so I, th and I completely agree with uncle Kyle, right? Like, I think I do learn more frequently from people that are doing things that I don't like than I do things that I do like. But that's the problem, right? Is like you have to take a pause and highlight it when those when you do see a good leader or a good, uh, you know, uh, somebody that has influence on your life. And that was the joke that I was going to make at the beginning of this topic. I was going to say we're going to talk about influencers, uh, but not that type. And then I completely forgot the joke until right now. So damn it, Kyle. It didn't happen. But anyway, there's there's the joke in backtrack history. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, Carly, uh, no, we can talk about that at a future time. And we could actually bring Jess and Carly on to talk about that if they want. Uh, happy to do that. Um, caught up in the comments. All right, we're good. Sweet. Uh, next for me, uh, also the wife, I would say, and I actually talked to her about this before we got on the podcast tonight. And I said, you know, this is kind of what I'm thinking for people that have influenced me and like, obviously you. And she kind of laughed and was like, oh, shut up kind of a thing, you know, uh, but, but really, and then we talked about it a little bit more. And I think uh, we both kind of agree that we grew up together. Like we were both at a stage in our lives where like I was in college, she was recently out of college. And we still had a lot of, I would say, growing up to do in life. And I probably still do. But at the time, you know, between now, almost 10 years ago, or, or it was about 10 years ago now. And, and now we have really grown up together. And I think we have really had an influence on the way that that has happened and, uh, you know, different types of maturity and lifestyle choices and everything like that. So I think that has obviously been a huge influence on my life. If you talk about somebody that I've spent the most like literal time with in my life, it has definitely been my wife. So uh, that is absolutely one of the most yeah, I, I, it's very much the same f for Jess and I. Like, we met when we were, she had just turned, or she was about to turn 21. I had just turned 20. And, like, while a lot of things are the same now as they were when I was 20, like, a lot, like, I've, I've grown a lot as a person. And I would be a similar person to who I am today. Like, I don't think it would have changed that much. Like a lot of the base traits would still be there, but like a lot of what I believe in and a lot of who I am has come from Jess and from my relationship. I think the biggest thing for us is that we kind of ground each other, you know, yeah. like we start to go a little off the wire with one opinion or the other. And the other one kind of checks us, you know, we, we check each other and we're like, Oh, right. come on, you got to reel that back in a little bit or whatever. You know, I think we've had a lot of influence in, in, in that way of, kind of being the devil's advocate to each other and, you know, grounding opinions and, and keeping each other centered and everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, it, Jess and I are the same way, especially when it comes like to some of those stronger opinions that we both hold. Like we are very similar on a lot of things, but like there's some things that I will just straight up dig my feet into the ground on and I will not budge, but she yeah. gets, she can yeah. get me to budge. She knows how to do, like, yeah. Which is good. I shouldn't like shouldn't be as strong willed in some of those beliefs as I am. But like for little things like when we were buying a house, like I was less focused on what it looked like on the outside and cared more what it was like on the inside. And she was the opposite. She wanted she was like, Well, I can deal with a fixer upper if it looks great on the outside. So it was like you know, that's just like a recent example compromise, of us. Like, yeah. exactly. Like compromise. better compromiser. Be being in this relationship taught me how to compromise. Cause in all of my relationships prior to this, I never did. Yeah. That's why I ended. <laughs> yeah. That'll definitely happen. And yeah. Yeah. There's so much. We, we, we do just need to dig into that on another episode. Uh, Dave, you mentioned in the comments that you want to clip this and show our partners. And if you go back to the episode where Jake came to visit me, uh, you can see the wives on the podcast, so feel free to go back and watch that episode if this is you turning in recently uh, or if this is your first time here. Go back and watch that episode. It's a good one. Um, okay, I've got a couple more and we're running out of time. So I would say, and I have to say this because I think they would laugh at the fact that I'm saying this because they wouldn't necessarily believe me, but in my long-term career, there have been two, I would say, major influences in my life and, and for, for different reasons. And I think one of them has just been completely supportive of me uh, and kind of fought for me over time to make sure that I didn't, you know, dive myself down into a, like a, you know, a fuck up situation. Like they've, they've supported me and, you know, kept me grounded as well. And then the other one I fucking hated 
he hated me. We found a way to work out our differences. And then ever since then has been very supportive with me and has helped me to grow in my career as well. And so I'm going to use uh, some like nicknames for these people. Cause I don't know if they'd like me like spilling the, their names out on the internet, but uh, Nada and Shiner for the two of you. Uh, thank you uh, for your support and, and keeping me grounded and helping me to grow as a person and specifically in the career. Uh, cause they have had a lot of work level influence in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of the decision of taking the steps to go into the next place where I'm going in my career, uh, have, have come from them. So shout out to them. One of them watches this podcast and might see this. The other one does not. That I don't, I don't think so anyway. Well, they should start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We are out of time, Jake. We are out of time. We did it. Two, we... two topics instead of four. It's a weird episode for us. It's a weird episode. We did good though. I respect it. All right, do you want to start us off or do you want me to start closing us out? Actually, you, rate your beer. Rate your beer. Yes, good call. Um, for it not being what I was expecting in any way, shape, or form, I was expecting a stout. Um, it was still very, very good. Um, it was a lot lighter than I was expecting, which was very nice. Um, I'm going to give it a 7-8. That's actually a really good rating for a, you not talking that up very much. It, so the all of the flavors in it are exactly what you would expect it to be. It does taste like a churro, but not like like churros have that like oily taste and end up being very heavy when you eat them. This is like a much lighter version of that, so it's great. All right, for me, the Austin East Siders Pineapple Cider also doesn't taste like pineapple. So if there's a pineapple cider out there and you guys see it, I'm saying probably don't. Get a pineapple cider. Uh, it very much tastes like an apple cider, which isn't a bad thing, right? Like, this one was better than the first one. And as far as ciders go, I think they're fine. Like, it's comparable to, like, an Angry Orchard type of drink, but it's just right. not It's not pineapple. I'd give this one a 5.5. Five. It is better than the last one. It's just they don't taste like pineapple, which is why I can't give them a great rating. That is very disappointing, but to be expected because nothing is ever as it seems. Yeah. All right. This has been another excellent episode of the two average husbands podcast. We are so happy to have you guys in the comments. It makes this so much better for us. And we can feed off of your guys' conversation. And we have a great time doing it. Like we said, we're here to have fun with each other and have a couple drinks and have a good time with some friends that are geographically separated, but we're also here for you. Uh, so please throw out ideas for different topics you want us to talk about uh, or tweet at us or anything else. <laughs> Carly <laughs> said the moral of this episode is that Kyle will do with the people when I die. Uh, we can talk more about that later. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> You can find us on Twitter either at uh, Jake or sorry at Perry underscore FF uh, for Jake, and then for me it's at Kyle and Herson. And you can also find us at Number Two ABG Husbands on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and from either of those, you can grab our link tree and find us on the rest of the social media. We're also on Facebook, uh, and then you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Obviously, if you want to watch the episode, I'm probably missing something. Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Thank you. That's a recent addition as of a couple weeks ago. Thanks to Jake. Uh, And that's about all I have, I think. Thank you so much for joining us. Jake, I'll hand it over to you. Yes, uh, Kyle covered most of the things as per usual. I may repeat something. Who knows? Um, Kyle may or may not miss a a couple weeks of the podcast here as he deals with the the perils of uh, being an adult. Um, So if you're listening to this podcast and want a guest feature on an episode with myself and maybe Kyle, depending on how his schedule works out, um, let us know and uh, just shoot me a DM on Twitter and we'll uh, we'll work something out. Make sure we get you on the episodes with us. Um, Like Kyle said, make sure you 
you check us out on all of the social medias. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on iTunes or subscribe, whatever the proper term is there. Whatever it is on Google Podcasts, too, do that. Do it on YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Get us to 100 subs on YouTube so we can have a custom URL. That'd be sweet. Um, But this is another episode of Two Average Husbands. Thank you all for tuning in. And as always, make sure to tell somebody that you love them. Peace.